Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Next English Podcast. And today I'm delighted to welcome Ruta on the podcast. Hello, Ruta. Hey, Zdenek. How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. How are you yourself? I'm great, yes. I just came back from Portugal after staying there for two months and uh, um, I had to do this corona test thing and apparently I'm negative. <laughs> what? <laughs> you negative? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I can't believe what I'm hearing, honestly. <laughs> Well, I, apparently it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this case it is. But I know you as a very positive person, Ruta. And it's one of the reasons I have invited you on this on this podcast. So I'm like, it's, I'm in a bit of a state of a shock right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm also quite surprised. But in a, in a funny way, I'm also happy about it because I'm, <laughs> in that context, I'm, I'm very happy to be negative. <laughs> it must be the first time, Ruta. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Actually. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Ruta, you are from Berlin. That's what you're, where you're living. Mm -hmm. But you're originally not from Germany, are you? No, I'm actually originally from Lithuania. And I uh, live in Berlin for the last over four years. Um, mm -hmm. Overall, I actually am uh, an expat for over eight years now, as I've been living oh, wow. in... I lived in Austria, I lived in the Netherlands, I lived in Belgium. Mm, um, so so I've been around uh, already <laughs> and my next step is also moving to Portugal. So okay. it's it's been a while now that I'm all over the place. Um, but yeah, for now, I'm here in Berlin. Mm -hmm. So Li Lithuania, that's obviously one of the Baltic states. So where in Lithuania are you from? In the north of Lithuania, from the town called Shole. it's the they say it's the fourth biggest city, but the 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 <laughs> size is like one hundred thousand people, so it's still very small, I think, <laughs> compared to the other big cities mm -hmm. in Europe. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that you said you've lived in uh, uh, the Netherlands and Belgium and now Germany. So these are sort of like German-speaking countries, unless you were in the south of Belgium, right? Uh, yeah, no, I actually, Netherlands is a, is a Dutch speaking country, so it's a completely different language. Oh, no, no, sorry. What I meant was like Germanic. Oh, Germanic. Germanic. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, sorry, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, yes. And yet, as I lived in Brussels, it's very much a French speaking, um, mm -hmm. city. Um, so Germanic and yet i don't really speak german that's the that's the paradox <laughs> oh i didn't know that okay, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's interesting i mean my oh. my german is i don't know like you know the levels in 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 languages yeah. so my yeah, level yeah. is uh a22 so not even b1 yet oh, and okay. so and after living in all these germanic countries i mm -hmm. i have to admit i still suck at it <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is like dutch is kind of, like it's it's a similar language but it's also different right so yes it it is although for for dutch people actually it's quite easy to understand german especially mm -hmm. when when they read it's uh, they understand quite a lot of it so yeah mm -hmm. and how about lithuanian i'm not sure is it is it a slavic language 
or is it like no. actually no right, that, that's, right. that's a very interesting thing because the baltic states they also have very different languages so lithuanian is only similar to latvian language and mm. if i read latvian i can more or less understand the topic what it's all about However, mm. Estonian is completely from yeah. a different language group. Yeah, so so it's like Finnish and uh, exactly, Hungarian. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and Lithuanian and Latvian, they are not Slavic languages. They mm. actually come from Indo-European um, group of languages. Mm-hmm. And uh, although actually, of course, there are there were some. Um, influences from other languages historically because i mean lithuania latvia um, they were occupied for many many years by the russian empire by soviet mm-hmm. union the and so on soviet so, union yeah, yeah so yeah. there are some influences but overall lithuanian and latvian those are the two languages on their own kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the unique unique languages unique uh, and yet people say that it sounds a bit slavic Mm, well, pro- that's probably because of the influence of the of Russia and the Soviet Union. Could probably be, be, could be, because and, of that. yeah, could be, and the pronunciation, just the the way it sounds with a lot of sh, sh you know, those kind of sounds. Mm, so, mm, mm. yeah. Well, I know as a fact that when you were occupied by Soviet Union, um, you all spoke Russian as well. Do you also speak Russian? Because that's kind of compulsory in those countries, uh, right? It used to be. And yet when I was uh, going to high school, actually Russian wasn't compulsory anymore um, mm-hmm. for many years, actually, since the independence. Yeah. Um, so I, for me, my, my first foreign language was English. And I started learning mm-hmm. English um, since I was eight years old. And then, okay. um, and then, as a second foreign language, we in my school I could choose between German and Russian. And mm-hmm. interestingly, I had this historic, um, somewhat dislike, not to Russian people, not to necessarily Russian language, but mm-hmm. to the history and what actually happened to my country because yeah, yeah, of yeah. all the stuff that happened in the history. And because of yeah. that, I chose German language. I see. I see. Although, <laughs> actually, Germans also did stuff in our country. So, <laughs> yeah, Actually, it's funny, funny you should say that because I, uh, when I was living in London last year, I met, oh, actually, I lived with one Lithuanian. Ah. I, uh, was, she was my housemate. And she would say similar things, to be honest. Like, Interesting. She would, she would talk about these things regarding history. So it must be, it must be quite a big thing there. Yeah, it, for, it for was Lithuanian. Definitely, definitely a big thing. And um, let's say, if I think about um, history of Lithuania, I feel like if... if occupation would have wouldn't have happened i think lithuania would have been such a different place to be and uh much more ahead than it is Mm. right now and that's that's a pity uh but at the same time there's a lot going on right now and i mean right now i haven't lived there for over eight years so it's Mm. it's been a Mm. long time and i honestly i don't really follow much what what is happening mm-hmm. uh but from what i hear from my friends and family who are still living in lithuania that it is really um 
you know, upcoming and there's a lot going on and there is mm-hmm. a, a strong tech scene, for example. So uh, technology and, and uh, new startups and stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's, it's a good place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know it's one of the progressive countries, of course. And mm. uh, actually, we kind of share the history in that. When I say we, I mean the Czech Republic and mm-hmm. Lithuania. We, we were also sort of like um, stalled by, um, like we were stalled for progress by um, the Soviet Union. But, you know, it it happened. It's, it's the past now. You can't blame the... Uh, current generations anyway so you know uh, but Ruta let's let's get to the point um, how do I actually know you okay let me let me explain this to my listeners so I have to admit I don't actually know you in person but I've been following you uh, for quite a while on LinkedIn which is one of these um, social media platforms for professionals like the, I would say the most famous one mm-hmm. and I, I really respect what you do Ruta Thank you. And your your videos are really great. So two reasons I invited you onto this podcast. First of all, your English. I think your English is brilliant, oh, wow. and it's Thanks. it's a great example of someone whose whose first language isn't actually English and who has made it to such a uh, such a high level. Mm-hmm. So I'd say for me, you are a C two level, which is the highest highest mm-hmm. possible level as an English teacher. I can clearly see that. Um, but let's explain to our listeners what you actually do. So your LinkedIn, Ruta says the following yeah i guide confused freedom seekers go from unfulfilled careers and relationships to authentic lives they're proud of so tell us mm-hmm. um tell us what this actually means ruta so first of all thank you for all the compliments that <laughs> really means a lot to me because uh regarding my language i've been speaking and thinking and even dreaming in English for almost eight years now. I I honestly, I rarely use Lithuanian language, um, uh, like speaking, because I I don't really hang out with many people in real life who are from from Lithuania. So um, I use English every single day. So probably that's that's why it Mm -hmm. actually has become better and better over all these years um now coming to your question uh what it is that i do is i help people who are confused lost unfulfilled and they feel like they're living someone else's life in a sense Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. to find themselves again to find the direction in life to find purpose and to find peace within themselves yeah to live a happy fulfilled life and the reason i do this is because i've been in that place where i felt like i was in this box of trying to fit in and meet other people's expectations and Mm. um social norms and Mm -hmm. Uh, cultural influences and generational pressure and a lot of stuff like that and yet I really felt very very unhappy and Mm -hmm. there were moments that I had anxiety and um, even almost like panic attacks and 
Um, I was waking up with nightmares with my heart pumping in the middle of the night and, you know, those kind of experiences. Yep. And, and at some point uh, about three years ago, I thought I cannot possibly allow myself living like this for the rest of my life. And at the time I was just 28 years old and I thought I'm so young and I'm a great person and mm -hmm. there must be a better way to live my life. And so I started my own journey, like, you know, self-development and understanding who I am, what I want and what's important to me and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that if every person on this planet would find what they are passionate about and would direct their energy towards that, the yep. world would be such a different place. It would be a much more happy and peaceful place. And there would even be no wars. There would be no power games. There would be no political games all over the place, you know, in, in the organizations and in companies and in, 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 in the political scene and economical scene everywhere. And yeah. so, and so that, that's, that's what I do. And, uh, and, and that's what I am so, so, so passionate about. And it's really, it really shows in your videos. And I have to say, like, they are really, really great. And your story, like, as you said, it, it's really inspiring. And like, there's a lot of passion coming from your words. I can <laughs> clearly see that. And it's, it's, again, it's like one of the reasons I wanted you to be on this podcast. So, Ruta, before we get to some details, tell our listeners where they can find you if they would like you to help them, perhaps. Yes. So as you mentioned, my main platform is LinkedIn and um, my, you can find me as Ruta Stasunite on LinkedIn and on Instagram, you can find me as well, which is exactly the same Ruta.Stasunite. And uh, you can also find me on Facebook, same, same way. Uh, mm -hmm. I also have my own website, which is, which is RutaCoach.com. Rutacoach.com. Okay, that, that, that's going to be the easiest way to find you, I guess. Like for me, because I, I first find you through LinkedIn, that was, or via LinkedIn, that was then easy for me to add you on Instagram and Facebook. But obviously, mm -hmm. um, it might be a bit harder for the listeners because Ruta, okay, that's a common name, I would say. <laughs> yes. uh, it's spelled R-U-T-A, right? But your surname, exactly. it's quite long. So, I know, yeah. So rutacoach.com, that's quite easy to find. Yeah. Yes, yes. So rutacoach.com, listeners, if you're interested to work with Ruta. Or I have to say, even if you don't want to work with her, just, just watch her videos. It's really worth adding her on the social media because it might make your day uh, a bit more interesting and brighter, you will see, because there are a lot of like motivational videos and <laughs> and they are not too long. So very easy to digest and very positive. Mm -hmm. Okay, Ruta. So you essentially you help people who have problems living their lives, yeah. So am I am I right in saying that? Yes, yes. Um, I don't know which which words could be the the best to use to describe that, but in in a way, they are suffering. Mm. They mm. they are suffering because they feel like there is something else out there that that is waiting for them mm -hmm. and they're meant to to be happier and yet they don't know how to do that so yeah. so maybe suffering i would say but there could be a lot of different reasons why people are unhappy you know and i'm, I'm thinking like so what, what what's your job title what is that because isn't this something that um, maybe sometimes psychologists or psychiatrists 
would look mm-hmm. into where do you where do you come in there you know yes that's a very good question actually so um i coach people and that's why i call myself life and success coach mm-hmm. and so coaching is actually quite different from psychology or psychotherapy mm-hmm. in a way that as a coach i guide you from where you are right now yep sometimes visiting your past to understand the context and understand certain patterns in your life. Mm-hmm. However, the main focus is where you want to be. Mm-hmm. So basically between now and the future, where do you want to be? How, what do you want to change? How are we going, going to change that? Uh, while in psychology, most of the times it is visiting the past and the present. And future has very little, um, very little influence in Mm -hmm. in psychology. Mm -hmm. So as a coach, that's why I also um, say that I guide my clients because I don't have the answers of what is the best for my clients because Mm -hmm. every person is unique, individual, um, authentic, and they have their own desires, their own wishes, their own beauty within Mm -hmm. themselves. So what I help them to do is to unleash that power within them, to unleash the potential (laughs) so that they actually start stepping into that power from Mm -hmm. now until the future, setting goals and how they actually want to live their lives. Yeah. Well, I can hear it from the way you're speaking, like even those words that you use, those powerful, positive words. And Mm -hmm. I can see that you're like so result oriented. I really like this sort of attitude. Like even if you think about or think of language teaching, you could also have people who are more um, um, sort of focused towards coaching more. Mm-hmm. But this is something I think good English teachers should do anyway, just to guide the students to autonomy and to show them how to learn. But you still have a lot of teachers who just, you know, just present some sort of language, just grammar, vocabulary, the old, do it in the old-fashioned way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, I also can see that there are a lot of teachers who don't and who just sort of um, guide guide those um, students, those poor souls, just <laughs> to show them how to learn and <clears throat> just to set themselves goals and things like that. So I can see there's a bit of a parallel there. Yes, and, and what you just said about autonomy, I think that's so so absolutely crucial that the person who wants a change they they actually have to want it badly enough because Mm. and it's the same with learning a language and that's probably why i still don't speak german properly because i didn't want it enough yep so it's the same exactly the same with a transformation in life Mm. Mm. you will only achieve your goals and your dream life and the change that you actually desire if you really truly badly want it exactly you really really have to want it and you have to be ready for it Mm. and there are people who come to me and they and they want help or they think they want help they but Mm. they actually are not ready for it maybe they're still too comfortable in their in their current situation and therefore they they don't put in the effort that they could to actually make that change possible. Yeah, that's, that's again, that's quite similar to language learning, really, mm. because you get a lot of students who sort of like even are prepared to pay you for the classes, but you can see like they they are not doing as much as they could. And then 
obviously as a result of that they will not make as much progress as they could and it's it's frustrating for you as an english teacher but uh what can you do yeah you're absolutely right absolutely absolutely and and because of that reason actually i personally choose to work with people who are ready and who mm. do want the results because yep. if i if i see that the person is not not there yet maybe they need a couple of more months to think through and yep. to maybe stay in in their uncomfortable comfort zone because quite often if they want to 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 change something but they are afraid it's because it's unfamiliar and they would have to get out of their comfort zone yeah. and so if 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 they if i see that they're not ready for it i rather would give them some more time instead of trying to push them because it's just not how it works mm mm Yeah yeah exactly and i have to say ruta I've, let me let me give you an admission but my my listeners know it because on this podcast i always uh, speak truth and often i describe my both ups and downs you know so my my listeners have who have been listening to me for a long time because i've been doing this podcast let's say for for six years or so oh wow they they know me but i have to say that when i read your about section on linkedin Mm -hmm. uh, where you were sort of describing the, all the lost lost cases there like mm -hmm. what what sort of people you actually help and where where I would fit in that as someone who is reading your profile and potentially mm -hmm. might be interested in your help well i'm afraid that uh, i have to admit that i i seem to tick a lot of boxes there <laughs> <laughs> which which is ma making me feel which is making me feel like i don't know i don't want to swear on this podcast but like <laughs> damn it <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I think I'm one of those people that actually sabotage themselves. Yes. <laughs> um I don't I don't want to talk about this here um, in this interview. Um listeners know all my stories. Um I'm this kind of person that I'm really never happy, you know. I like even if mm -hmm. I achieve things and there are things that I have achieved in my life. Uh I my problem is that I kind of always aim too high you know and i set myself unrealistic goals mm -hmm. because i'm too competitive and um i just sometimes gets me down when things don't work out for me and i think it's i think i might be one of the classic cases really <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> but let's not let's not talk about this here but what i what i want to ask you about is um do you do you sometimes come across like people who have uh, high egos like um difficult for example this this is common in men yeah mm -hmm. so um isn't it the case that sometimes people are just um like um it's hard for them to admit their weakness it's it's really tough sometimes you know just to just to say it because they might know it but just to say it out loud yes yes um yes and no actually so i think the people who do reach out to me and who are who actually really want to work with me they accept the challenge to admit their weaknesses and, and vulnerabilities yeah. because that's that's what i request from my from my clients mm. to be mm. honest because if they're not honest to me they cannot be honest with themselves either and that's that's, really... that's the main the main component of actually being able to change something to be honest with themselves yeah. um however on the other hand side still there is of course a lot of ego anyway and 
there's one case in particular that I would like to give as, as an example. Mm-hmm. I was working with this um, male client of mine for, yeah. I don't know, it was probably four, five, five months, I think. And okay. we were having weekly sessions, almost 20 of them. Mm-hmm. And I felt like he he seemed to be so stuck in his own image of what he should do and how he yep. should live his life and this this image of a very successful corporate man who who uh, earns a lot and gets promotions one after another and and reaches high levels and you know yep. that kind of stuff yeah, yeah, yeah and yet at the same time he admitted that actually he doesn't want any of it and he doesn't feel like he is doing a good job and mm, he mm. he feels best when he is relaxed being yeah. in his home country in italy uh mm. enjoying the sun enjoying the communication with people with friends with colleagues and and that was a conflict between an ego of of okay what's the image that i want to create in this life and between his deepest desires, which he was afraid to actually admit. And mm. guess what? At the very end of our journey together, at the very end of those five months of working together, yep. the very, very last session, he decided to quit his job, to mm. move away from Denmark. He, he was based in Denmark. Um he decided to pursue a, a business idea that he had, but he yeah. never really had the courage to, to pursue. Mm-hmm. And like he just changed everything from one week to another. And what I want to say with this story is that even if people do have egos, um, it just sometimes takes a while, takes some time to get yeah. used to this new idea of oh maybe it's true maybe my rational mind is trying to push me somewhere because of certain conditioning that comes maybe from my family or from the country i'm from or the Mm. the people environment all that kind of stuff and then the heart wants something else and sometimes it just takes time yeah yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think about my own case here, but because I sort of I was in England last year, which was which had always been my dream to get there as an English teacher to teach English mm-hmm. in a country full of native speakers and to make it as an English teacher in London. It had been my dream, and it, it was sort of a lot of people wouldn't even believe that it was possible for someone like me to do that because of mm. my first language, and yet I did it, and yet and I was I, I was doing really well there, uh, and yet. I was not happy. So mm. <laughs> I think um, it's uh, quite a similar case. And I also decided to leave the country. I always, not not always, but sometimes it, it, it sort of looks like it's because of COVID. Well, that was just an excuse, really. <laughs> there were other other reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, when you say that, what, what, what it makes me think is that actually it's, it's not at all a fail or a mistake that you tried because the people who who go out of their comfort zone or they follow their dreams and they realize that oh maybe after Mm. all that's Mm. not what I want the fact that you admit to yourself that even if this is what you thought you wanted but you admit that actually it turns out to be the opposite yeah that's the power because 
you allow yourself to experiment, you allow yourself to 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 uh, go for it, to have mm. those goals and to actually pursue them, but also at the same time, you are flexible enough to try other things if that's not actually it. Yeah, Rusa, you're already making me feel better about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's exactly how I feel when I watch your videos, because I watch them for two reasons. Yeah, First of all, for what you're saying there, because it's very motivating, uplifting, and it simply resonates with me. Mm -hmm. But also you have this infectious smile and you're so positive and happy there. So <laughs> how did you learn to record such powerful videos? Uh, and that 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 lasts exactly one minute as well, which is like incredible. I, I never <laughs> I never managed to do that, Ruta. And I know this is this is perfect for Instagram, yeah, because that's that's the limit there. So how do you do that, Ruta? <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, first of all, I really in the beginning I I had uh, slightly longer videos, but then I thought, okay, I really want to uh, make it as sh short as possible for people to digest the information because. Yeah. The, the attention span is so short these days that some mm -hmm. people don't even manage to, to to watch one one single video or one, one true, single yeah. minute. Well, and because so, there are so many videos there out yeah, there. That's, exactly. that's the problem. You are up against a lot of competition. So that's exactly. part of the reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so because of that reason, then um, even in, in the beginning, I had maybe... Uh, three, four, five minute uh, videos. And then mm -hmm. I thought, no, I actually want to make it as digestible as possible. And I believe that if I have a message to, to bring across, um, I can kind of divide it into pieces mm -hmm. and I can actually bring those messages across within 60 seconds or even less. Mm -hmm. And so for me, in the beginning, it was not the easiest uh, because it's it's a matter of practice, absolutely. Yep. It is, um, yeah. But now, as I've been posting those kind of videos since March this year, I I can confidently say that it's all about the practice, and mm, it's mm. it's all about um, preparation. Also, preparing yep. the yep. bullet points, what exactly it is that you want to bring across. And then practice, practice, practice. That's it. <laughs> yeah, so I can see it's very systematic and it's just it's just makes sense, you know. That's <laughs> the most important thing. So what what do you like most about this job, Ruta? What I love, 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 and this is my mission, my purpose, my everything, is what I mentioned earlier, that if every single person would live fulfilled lives aligned with who they truly are deep within authentically mm. yep. i believe the world would be a happier place mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. because i've been in the corporate world for over six years yep. i saw a lot of misery there i saw mm. people mm. who just did the nine to five jobs to pay their bills and yep. they were definitely not excited about what they were doing. And I was one of them. And so for me, that was a, a big wake-up call when I realized that, I mean, most people work for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Most people on this planet work, work on someone else's dream. Yep. Think about it. You Absol are your own, your own boss in, yep. in, in your heart, and yet you kind of sell your soul to an organization or company 
to work on someone else's dream. And a lot of the times, and that's my personal opinion, I really strongly feel that, Mm -hmm. that in my opinion, most companies don't truly care about their employees. No, no. And so that that was my biggest, really such a such a um, wake up call that I thought if people would realize that that they don't have to be slaves, but they can actually create amazing, abundant, happy lives for themselves. All they need to do is take control mm. of their own lives, mm. taking control and reclaiming their purpose. That's all they need to do. Wow. Powerful, powerful words there, Ruta. So uh, what, in your opinion, is the key to happiness? Big question, I know, but... <laughs> yeah, big question. Yeah, I, I think to, to kind of try to simplify such a big question, I think that as soon as you really turn inwards and you start asking yourself what it is that I want and being honest with yourself, like what we talked about a bit earlier... Mm. Um, this is key in f- really creating that happiness and, and being happy because maybe it's it, not maybe most of the times it's, it doesn't happen overnight. The change and this like, oh, now I'm suddenly happy. <laughs> but, you know, that's not really how it works. Yeah. It does take time. But but the most effort needs to come from from within to actually really spend the time with yourself and understand who am I? Absolutely. What do I want? What what gets me out of bed every day? Absolutely. What, what <laughs> lights me up? What makes me feel most alive? Yeah. When do I lose track of time? What do I do that actually puts a smile on my face? You know, those yep. little things yep. in daily life. Which seem obvious, but yet yet not of people actually yes, reali- exactly. realize that. Yeah. Exactly. So so mm. that's that's what I would say what brings that happiness to actually finally turn inwards instead of mm-hmm. seeking some kind of external complementary, um, uh, uh, let's say, I don't know, not necessarily happiness, but like things that, oh, maybe a, yeah. a better job will make me happy or a, a good yeah. partnership with my boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife will make me mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. A, a nice car will make me happy or a good vacation will make me happy. Yeah. No, that's not how it works. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, in one of your latest videos, I uh, heard you say that you, you need to be authentic. Yeah? I, li- I really like that. It's very very strong message. Mm-hmm. So that means basically that you should not mm-hmm. pretend to be someone else. You should be true to yourself, as you say, mm-hmm. and not try to be someone else. Yeah, don't don't, don't try to be um, an imposter, as we say. Yeah. So that's uh, what a lot of people do. They often see, uh, let's say, their neighbors, and they see they have a beautiful car, and uh, or or uh, sort of like the the grass is greener on the other side, kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know. Yeah. Yes, and uh, you have a friend that is a, let's say, uh, a beautiful girl or something like that, and you want to have exactly that thing, <laughs> but this is all. This is not the way it works, right? Absolutely, and the thing is that um, most of the times we don't even realize. We consciously don't realize that we are faking it, that we are mm. not being true to ourselves, and that we are not authentic at all. Um, we think that we are authentic on a surface, but then yeah. why are you unhappy then? 
Why are you unfulfilled? <laughs> Why are you suffering? What is what 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 is actually not aligned? And that's exactly mm. when that inward journey helps you understand that oh, actually yes, I have been faking it all these years. And yeah. some people realize it after 30 years of their life, some at 40, some at 50, some even later that mm. oh my gosh, mm. I've been faking all my life <laughs> but the thing is that it, it it's not a bad thing if you feel like okay I, I i had no idea because that's absolutely normal but once mm. you start getting in through that journey of of um of ha- finding that happiness and who you are that's when you start finding that authenticity and this mm, authenticity yep. it, it's also not like one single image of okay this is me I am, mm-hmm. I am like this, 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 and this, you know, it's not like a, like a list of criteria It's just, it can change every single day. It's, mm-hmm. it's more about, okay, it's... do I feel aligned? Do I feel like yeah. this is really true to what I stand for? Um, mm. Instead of faking it. <laughs> yeah. It may sound a bit abstract the way you talk about it, but I, I totally get it. It's also kind of about what sort of mindset you have and, things like that you know just just to do things that make you happy pretty much yeah 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 yeah, yeah. exactly doing things that make you happy light you up and 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 really listening to to your gut feeling listening to what Mm. your heart wants and and asking yourself am i doing this because i truly want this or am i Mm. doing this Mm. because i feel like i have to because i should because i'm supposed to because my parents will be happy that i do this or is yeah. it because I really, really, really desire this? Yeah, 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 yeah. I re- I really like these uh, these ideas, Ruta. Yeah. Uh, so, but but obviously, so we ha- you have to be authentic, true to ourselves. But there is an exception if you work as an impressionist or or uh, someone who d- does accents or an entertainer or stand up comedian. That's fine. Yeah, those people are fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I I think even then, actually. <laughs> Uh, I believe that as a as a stand up comedian or an actor and so on, there is still a part of you that's authentic. Like e- uh-huh. even when you impersonate someone else, there's of course in between, and even in that role, you are still being yourself deep inside. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's more mm-hmm. about, I guess, not losing that connection with the real you. Yeah. And, and kind of not identifying with that role. Mm. I see. So what about some people who are really obstinate and pig-headed and it's just, you know, so difficult for them <clears throat> to, <coughs> excuse me, uh, to change who they are? Like, for example, people like myself who were born under the sign of Aries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever worked with clients like that. But uh, what about those? Um. So do I understand correctly the the question, what about the people who have a hard time changing themselves? Yeah, because because they are so obstinate, so unwilling Mm. to change, you know, Mm -hmm. because um, no matter what, they might even admit it, but no matter what, they will just do things their way. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, To be very honest, if somebody doesn't want to change, then it's not really a client for me. So, Mm -hmm. so. I, as I mentioned earlier, if you really want to change, you will do everything that's in your control yeah. to change. Yeah. And if somebody yeah. is stubborn and doesn't want to change anything and kind of fights against it, then mm. why are you coming 
or searching for answers or reaching for help or, you know, um, yep. getting in touch with the coach or a psychologist or whoever. Um, yep. Why? You have to be prepared to go the extra mile. Like there's no yes. other way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so another thing that sort of came to mind, what about those vulnerable people? Um, you know, you say, um, you help unfulfilled people who lack purpose in life. So that could be sometimes because you have a, a low self-esteem or just, you know. So those people, aren't they sometimes a little bit at risk to um, getting groomed and recruited by like sects and cults and stuff like that? That that could be quite dangerous. So actually it would must be much better if they reach out to someone like yourself, right? You know what You know what I'm trying to say, Ruta, here? Yes, I mean, absolutely. I, I, I think that even if you, I mean, let's say I was, I used to be a, a person who was a people pleaser. Mm, mm. I, I used to always say yes, yes, yes to I everyone. See. A yes man, but you are a woman. A, a, yeah. <laughs> a yes woman. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I used to be like that too. So for me, it was also very difficult to... Uh, to understand what what it is that I need and want, mm, and mm. reaching out to a coach when when I first started my own personal development journey, yeah, that was that was eye eye opening. That was life changing. That was really empowering because mm. you might believe it or not, I was really not the same person back then compared yeah. to now, and even as a as a people pleaser mm -hmm. i was i was still successful at what i did i was in yep. in project management in the corporate world and i was able to speak up uh, at, to some extent mm -hmm. but at the same time i had a lot of insecurities mm. i didn't love myself mm. i was people pleasing all the time and i really had uh, difficulties with with uh, self doubt and self confidence mm. and all that kind of stuff but once you go start going through the, this journey it it really gives you power you because you start understanding yourself and the way you think and the patterns that come from your childhood and why it is that you made certain decisions in life yeah. you actually start getting empowered mm. and that gives so much uh, fuel to yeah. actually become the person that you're meant to be. Mm. I really like all these metaphors, Ruta. I think you're a great speaker. So haven't you ever thought about like sort of starting a podcast or a YouTube channel or something like that? I think you would do great. I did actually think about a YouTube channel. Um, I might start one at some point, but uh, right now I'm still... You know, in this in this period when I'm figuring out uh, who exactly I want to work with, mm. how exactly I want to work with my clients, mm -hmm. um, who am I as a coach as well? So that's also a part of my own journey to to find my gifts and to really um, to to show those gifts to the world. And then once I will actually figure all that out, more or less, yep. I, I will be probably ready to uh, potentially start a YouTube channel. Mm. No, because I think, I mean, you could just just upload those videos that you upload on LinkedIn, just exactly the same ones. And I'm pretty sure you would, you would get a lot of following because I can see 
from uh, the comments under your videos or below your videos that a lot of people follow you and um, you know a lot of people uh, your messages resonate with a lot of them and it's just really really great stuff yeah yep. yeah good idea okay Ruta it's been it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast and to have you talk about all these things and I, like I said I definitely tick all those boxes so I, <laughs> I I think I need some time to think about myself now and uh, also I think you did a fantastic job uh, just speaking to our listeners in general because as we said your English is really great so thank you very much for enriching this podcast by your presence <laughs> thank you so much for inviting it's it's an absolute pleasure thank you very much Rita and stay the same person you are thanks a lot and I'll keep following you thanks and you too stay the same person you are stay authentic <laughs> <laughs> yes I will thank you very much thank you Rita cheers bye-bye Bye. thanks a lot for listening for more information, go to Zdenex English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenexenglishpodcast.podbean.com.